You're listening to the Shellheads Podcast on Reality Breached. This is Episode 8. It is all about the original cartoon. Jeff and I talk about Season 2. If you like the Shellheads Podcast, make sure to subscribe via iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and basically anywhere that you can get a podcast. Enjoy the show. a new episode of Shellheads, a TMNT podcast. I think that's what we landed on, right? Yeah. 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 Because like some people, I say the, the Shellheads podcast or Shellheads, the podcast. But I, I think the, the official name we have is Shellheads, colon, a TMNT podcast. Yeah, that's what our yeah. logo says. So yeah. welcome to episode eight, Jeff. Thank you. It's good uh, to be here. Yeah. Yeah. We, uh, we spent all last week watching TV, didn't we? We did. Or as in my case, at the last minute, um, <laughs> crammed about six episodes into the last couple of hours. Oh wow! Yeah. So it's so this is fresh. Eh, fresh ish. Okay. All right. Yeah. So let's see. A couple, a few episodes ago, we're we're only up to episode eight. Can't be that many. Yeah. Uh, in, in our second episode, we talked about the very first cartoon, uh, the one made by Fred Wolf. Uh, and friends, uh, and we talked about the entire first season. This episode, we are going to dive back into the original television show. Uh, this time, we're actually going to talk about season two, which was significantly longer than season one. Mm-hmm. Uh, season one was what, like six episodes, five or six? Yeah, yeah, I think it's five or six episodes. Yeah, uh, season two was a whopping thirteen episodes, and. 13 episodes is a lot. It is. When the show is 30 years old. Yeah, but by today's standards, your typical season, roughly 13 episodes. Yeah, yeah. It depends on the show. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Sometimes two episodes, two two mini segments that equal, you know, your 20-something mark. Yeah. Or... You know, oh, it's a twenty-something mark, and there's only thirteen episodes this season. It, it it varies. Yeah, yeah, and 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 this this series has such a weird inconsistency on how many episodes are on what because that's the '80s. Yeah, we were just looking at it, and season three, uh, the next season that we're going to cover, has like thirty-four, like forty-seven episodes or something. <sighs> just a ridiculous. Um, yeah. It's like, oh, this is a hit. We need to make a few of these. We need to shell them out. Oh. Fantastic. Yeah. 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 So, so 13 episodes. Um, where do you want to start? You want to just run through the episodes and then give quick, yeah, quick opinions. Okay, yeah. cool. Uh, we, these episodes are available on the volume two disc, um, that was produced by who did this? Lionsgate. Lionsgate and for home entertainment, family, no, family, family home, home entertainment. entertainment. Sorry, I was bummed that they updated the family home entertainment um, graphic. You, you remember, like when when we were kids, that was F H E, and like wrote it out in like crayon or whatever. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's one of those things that's just burned into my memory. Oh no, wait, they replaced it with a dog. Yeah, they replaced it with this other subpar logo because I can't even remember it. 
That's that's like at the end of like when 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 Deke Entertainment sold it like they sold to like somebody bought them mm-hmm. and they cut when they redistributed when they re- or when they re-released like Inspector Gadget or any of their other shows on mm-hmm. DVD. Guess what got cut? At the very end of the episode, you'd have Deke would be spelled out in these big bright green letters. Oh yeah, I remember it. And Gadget would skate on. Uh huh. And the hammer would pop out of his hat and dot the eye. Yep. That's gone. Yep. Same, same. And I hate that crap. Because <laughs> that was clever. You remember those logos. So well, I'm right there with you. Yeah, yeah. I, it's service level. Really dumb complaint. Yeah, but, but it's valid. I, I'm just glad that it, it, I'm just glad it still has the family home entertainment name on it. At least for a little while. Like, I did, I did not know that that company even still existed. It's probably just a shell company that was oh, gone for wah, 25 wah. years. Oh, that one was accidental. Yeah. Uh, okay, so season starts. Uh, as, as I said before, you can kind of tell what is happening or what season you're in for a lot of the early episodes based on where the Technodrome is. Yeah. Where, where did we leave the Technodrome at the end of season one? <laughs> Sweet God. <laughs> it pulled itself inside out. No, into itself. Yes. It Im- imploded? Imploded, yes. They needed it to be in Dimension X. Yeah, Dimension Folding, I guess, could be. Uh, yeah. 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 So, so, so the Technodrome is in Dimension X. On a giant, like, rock planet place it's, or something. It's, and yeah. somehow Shredder and Krang are able to still live there. And breathe. And breathe. And 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 even though there's no food, they, they it's I don't understand it. It's 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 unless there's a foot commissary, any you know? any kind of like it doesn't stand up to any kind of logic whatsoever. Neither does a building being filled with water and exploding. That's true. That's true. So you know, I, I guess you're absolutely right. Nothing is supposed to make sense. It's a show about talking turtles. Okay, so so the Krang sends Shredder back in into New York to take care of the turtles, of course, and it never works. The season starts with a five-episode arc about the Eye of Sarnoth, which is a critically underused aspect of the turtles' lore. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't think of a single situation where the Eye comes back. Um, Does it come back in later in the series? No, but technically, I believe they used it as the foundation for the... Um the Hyperstone heist on the Sega well, Genesis. Yeah, but that's but it's that's still kind of based on the episodes that. Yeah, but it you know it it doesn't come back in the show, but it kind of comes back in a way. They're like, oh well, let's use season two as a base. The Irisarth is a cool idea. Being able to track it with a little tracker things. It's a like three powerful stones, almost like Infinity Stones, basically are lost in New York from this alien who immediately dies when he shows up. Yeah. You know, it's that, that's a cool thing, and it hasn't been touched in comics. It hasn't been touched in the, the TV shows after it. Mm-mm. And, I, like, the end of the arc was so unmemorable. Unmemorable, that a word? I don't even remember what happened to it. Yeah, and I just watched those episodes, too. I don't... Exactly. Like, yeah. it, Shred, like, the Wikipedia description says, Shredder completes the Eye of Sarnoff, attaches it to his helmet, yeah, and plans to unleash its power on the world. However... When the turtles intervene, the helmet falls into their hands. 
And then it ends up with that other guy who then they, he can't use it on gold. And that's how they, de- they defeat the shredder when he has it. And they, they, they steal the gold shields from the, uh, from the museum, museum of yeah. like history or whatever. April knows a guy. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Hot TV reporters tend to know a lot of people. They do. Yeah, they do. It, it's, it's, oh, it's just so squandered. And, and that's how I feel about most of the season was yeah. there's a lot of really memorable episodes and a lot of important things happen, mm-hmm. but it's just a bunch of, a lot of it's just very rehashed. Mm-hmm. What do you think? I feel exactly the same way. Like when you come off the, the, the first season, it had, it had that structure there. You had the turtles being confident. Mm-hmm. In their abilities, and then when we get to you know season two, it's just like it, here comes the jokes. Oh, and see, I was fine with the jokes. Yeah, I did. There were some moments where I laughed out loud at this dumb old show. I was yeah. like, oh, okay, this is actually funny. Yeah, there are some fun, uh, some fun things, but I think the one part of me just really wanted that that action because I, I loved seeing them being confident in their abilities, being trained, you know, in training and it just kind of falls to the wayside and just mm-hmm. like, we're just, you know, and, and like that, that, you know, those first five episodes, like that was a good arc. Mm-hmm. And then you get into this and it could have really been something huge and big. Yep. I mean, it could have been, you know, the entire city could have been in trouble. You know, or yeah, yeah. Have, I don't think they ever touch anything nearly as big as uh, Krang walking through the streets of New York. Not really. No, not really. No. Which? Well, well, that's way, 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 way down in the seasons. Uh, no, I'm, I'm talking yeah. about specifically in season two. Yeah. Um, well, let's let's go through these episodes one at a time, just to kind of refresh what they are. Return of the Shredder is when Krang sends Shredder back to to, to New York. Instead because of just, he's, instead of just sending everyone because he's whining and complaining. Yeah. And again, does not stand up to any logical That's analysis. Not Shredder, he would do it himself. He would say, I don't need you to send me back. I'm going to do it on my own. <laughs> uh, the incredible shrinking turtles is where they find the eye or when the eye shows up. Uh, it came from beneath the sewers uh, is the one with the plant. From Dimension X. From that, Dimension X yeah. that grows. And I, I, when I saw it, I was thinking, that's a lot like Snakeweed yeah. from the the current show, or mm. I guess almost current show, the first Nickelodeon show. 2K12. So yeah, 2K12. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't know if people call it that, but I'm gonna. Okay. So so I, like maybe that was a callback. I don't know. Because Snakeweed did do a lot of that same, exact same stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, the next one is the Mean Machines. Uh, that's when the supercomputer named Omni's not Omnis. Yeah, the master control program. Yeah, that's so eighties. So, com- computer fiction in the eighties is hilarious. It is because it spawns from that. Well, maybe not exactly, but you know, from Tron. But there's a lot. Oh yeah, yeah. As much I know, you love Tron. I freaking do. And Tron is a great movie. A lot of that is really funny, oh, just yeah. because of how it's portrayed. Oh yeah, they did it in Transformers, did it in Turtles. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, let's see, Curse of the Evil Eye is when uh, that's when Shredder completes the Eye, 
Uh, and they have the whole, well, who can get the helmet <laughs> battle at the end. Uh, the next one is Case of the Killer Pizzas. That's where the xenomorph-looking yeah. pizzas uh, are mutated in the sewer, and they're fighting it. And, yeah, that, that shows up in video games. Enter the Fly. Let's talk about Enter the Fly for a minute. Okay. Obviously, that is the episode that Baxter Stockman gets mutated. Baxter is not mutated by... Mutagen. Mutagen. It's some kind of, like, weird dimension teleportation... They ripped off the fly. They basically <laughs> did thing, yeah. I um, didn't realize it was such a direct ripoff of the fly. Yeah. Which is cool. I think they try to kill him or something, and, uh, you know, it's like, just watch these, but, you know, it's... Yeah, and he, and he escapes back to New York, and somehow by the end of the episode, he's a bad guy, a crony again. Yeah, like, he's, his memory's kind of shaky. That's right. So he's That's like, right. I have to kill everybody, and, you know, it's... Like, that, that, was, that was an opportunity that they had to turn Baxter into a good guy. Yeah. They could have done that, but no, they just mutated him and handed him back to the Shredder, which was really weird. Mm-hmm. Just, just, just an odd turn of events, and I did not remember that he didn't mutate with mutagen. Yeah, it's been a while since I watched them too. Yeah, I, I was, I was, I wasn't shocked, but I was surprised that I don't remember it because mm-hmm. that's on in a show that's kind of built on the principle of mu- mutating things with mutagen. Yeah, the uh, you know the toy of the week. Yeah, it, yeah, yeah. Oh, we'll get to that. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, the next episode is Invasion of the Punk Frogs. And as I said in the very, very first episode that we did, this is the first episode I ever saw. Okay. I did not see an episode of the Ninja Turtles as a kid until the eighth episode of season two. Oh, wow. Um, it's not a too terribly good episode. Mm. We are introduced to... Okay, let me get, get these names right. Genghis Frog, Rasputin the Mad Frog, Napoleon Bonafrog, which sounds terrible, and Attila the Frog. All of them are accidentally mutated by mutagen sent from Dimension X, and they're dropped in the Florida Everglades. Yeah, they uh, it was shipped wrong. Yeah. And so... Shredder shows up and he's all like, "Oh, here's some weapons and some names. Yeah. Let's go fight the evil turtles." They don't get trained. They don't it's get trained at all. Immediately right away, <laughs> it's like, "I know how to fight." Yeah, yeah. Just real. It's not a very good episode at all. And then, it, then of course, at the end, everything returns to normal because the frogs want to go back to Florida. Mm-hmm. Because the big city is just too much for them, you know. They're simple-minded frogs. They who, are, even though they were mutated, they still had a southern accent. Yeah, it was, actually, it was kind of Cajun. It's very Cajun. I, it does not make any sense. No, it doesn't. Which one? They, only two of them got action figures. Which ones were they? Oh God! Uh, I think it was Genghis Frog and Napoleon Bonafrog. Yeah. That's kind of weird that it didn't get all four. That is weird, considering. But. And also, the Napoleon one looked nothing like the frog in the TV show. Mm-mm. Looked, it was a completely different style of frog, but whatever. After that, we get Splinter No More, 
which was another episode that was incredibly bad. But there were some, like, they touched on some emotional stuff. They did. They did. And I was like, whoa. Yeah. It got really weird for, there's like a five minute segment at the beginning of that episode where it was really weird. It's like, what if he doesn't come back? I was like, this is, oh, wait, wow. Like, I was like, oh, wow. <laughs> so Splinter it gets turned into a human again. With pants. He mutates some pants. He does. He's got to wear them. <laughs> he mutates some pants. And the, he, all of this is done by Donatello developing a retro mutagen aerosol spray. What? Got a little scientific there. Here I found some mold in the sewer. I can, like, you know, turn you back into a dude. Donatello can make a retro mutagen aerosol spray. Why not? Does that ever come back up? Maybe. Not in the aerosol form, but I think maybe, like... Like, I know there was the retro mutagen gun ray or whatever. Yeah, and they destroyed that. Yeah. And then I think they toy with, like, mutagen a bit more, like, later on. There's 190-something episodes It's so dumb, man. Yeah. Come on. Oh, here's a hairspray splinter. It'll turn you back into a human. And then, then they were very consistent with we always refer to him as Master Yoshi. Because he's a human now. That was pretty cool, though. No, it, come on. Come on, man. you got to differentiate. you got to explain to the people. <laughs> Just because you're not a rat doesn't mean you're not the same person. Well, yeah, but you're not. It, explaining to the children the differences between, <laughs> oh, the rat's name Splinter. Oh, the human's name Yoshi. Not the dinosaur from the Nintendo kids. The other one. This predates that. <laughs> it does. Uh, man. Okay, what was after that? New York Shiniest, which you brought up. Yeah. Which is a RoboCop ripoff. Oh, totally. Like, completely, complete RoboCop ripoff. But that was a fun episode. Despite it being fine, mm-hmm. it, was, it was fun. It was. And I actually have an animation cell from it. Oh, cool. Yeah. That is cool. Yeah. Does it have the the does it have what's his name? The Rex One? So I can't remember where I got it off eBay many years ago, but it's <laughs> So we, we talked about this earlier where the animators love drawing April Thick. Yes, yes. She was she the, is a she is a curvy, voluptuous woman. The thickest Cartoon character, I think, on Saturday morning. But TV. she's but she's not thick. Like her waist no. is tiny. Like yeah. her waist is th- that of like a Japanese anime character. But she's carrying around some some uh, some weapons. Yes, yes, of mass destruction. Um, and so the cell is of when Rex picks her up and throws him over her shoulder, <laughs> and you see this like apple shaped curvy bum just sticking up in the air and I'm like oh, oh, and bye <laughs> and I'm like this is this, okay this I was like because it didn't dawn on me until I got it I'm like wow uh, yeah that's okay yeah like the April character is so weird to me yeah which we'll, we're going to talk about the animation once we get done with all this this the the, 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 the rundown here and the crazy like Irma's got to have a, a man and she's going after everyone yes Yes, she tries to hit on the robot. 
She tries to hit on Splinter. She, she she's she's boy crazy. Just nuts. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's see. The next episode is Teenagers from Dimension X, which is the return of the neutrinos. Mm-hmm. I forgot there was a second episode with the neutrinos. Episode 12 of the season is the Catwoman from Channel 6. Oh, God. And this one is where April turns into a Catwoman. This one was extremely hard to watch, even for me. Oh, wow. Why? Yeah, I just... It's... When she gets zapped with the ray and everything, and then she's like back at her apartment with Irma just talking and then there's like a cat in her lap and then she's like okay it's like and there's oh i could like uh, finally she left and then she jumps down and starts drinking milk with the rest of the cats (laughs) like what is happening (laughs) you know and it's just this is like my least favorite episode yeah yeah this is probably the worst episode of this season Like, this whole season, as I said, is kind of hard to watch. It, it is. But there is one one thing that defines, I think, every episode. Okay. Every single voice actor is having fun. You, oh, absolutely. You can tell they are having a freaking blast. And because they're all in the same room recording. And, mm-hmm. and they they feed off each other's energy. And so I would I would pay gross amounts of money to hear outtakes because <laughs> you know they're out there i'm sure yeah well i'm sure that we're out there at some point it's been what 30 almost 30 years now if they could uncover thundercats and silverhawks outtakes they can find those and then they might i don't i don't trust nick to do it but no. uh the last episode of the season is return of the technodrome which that's Kind of all you need to know about the episode is the re- the Technodrome is back because they're pretty much been doing that the whole you know the goal of this season is to bring it back. Yeah, yeah. And spoiler alert: the Technodrome returns. Yeah, <laughs> it's right there in the name. Uh, but instead of it returning and then re- you know being up in New York or in the sewers, it they literally are at the center of the Earth. Yeah. Like, I, how does that work? Not very well. The, it's so stupid. <laughs> but you do get that because I was I was expecting this today when I saw it. When the turtles are cornered, you uh-huh. pan out and see a massive freaking army surrounding them. I'm like, oh my god, I'm like, what's going to happen? I was like, as a kid, I was thought, ooh, they're going to fight everything. Nope. No. No, there, there was a like the end of that that season had a very similar climax to the to the previous season mm-hmm. where uh, Shredder was fighting uh, Splinter and the turtles were you know technodroming it up like it had a pretty decent like fast cut yeah there towards the end of the the season which it took a long time to build up to it but it was fun like that that last episode was fun and it established where we're going to be dealing with the technodrome in season three, yeah. which is on earth at the center of the earth. Yeah. Which makes sense. At some point, isn't the technodrome underwater? Like, yeah, let's talk about the season as a whole. What do you think? It's a mess. It is. A, it's a mess. Yes, absolutely. Because when you, Oh, obviously 
when you go from you know the, when they develop the first season, it's like okay, let's establish everything, and then now what? If it does well, you get picked up. Yep. And then obviously changing animation studios. Yep. Um, I think really hurt it. There was some rough animation this year. Yeah. This season, like rough. The like the look of the turtles is just isn't consistent. It's, it's very inconsistent. It, and, you know, a kid's not going to notice it. Mm-hmm. You know, they're all green and they have the, you know, the right masks on in most cases. There were a couple of slip-ups that I saw where the wrong voice was coming out of a turtle's face. Yeah, and Don but, doesn't have his wristbands mm-hmm. in any of the uh, Return of the Technodrome episodes. I'm like, where did they... What? Did they that's, just forget? That's so weird. Yeah. yeah. So, so... but. It's fine though, you know. Like it's again, it's a kid show. Yeah. It doesn't have to be perfect. There was, <laughs> there, you know, at the beginning of each episode where they have the title card that pops up. And it goes dun, 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 dun. so like on at least four of the episodes, the turtle has the wrong color mask. Oh yeah, come on, every time. Like get it wrong once, fine, but that same graphic comes up in front of like four different episodes. Mm-hmm. And just it's, and eventually they stopped doing the. Did they? Yeah, I think. I'm well. I'm sure when they switched it, to CBS. We'll get there. We'll get oh, there. I know. We'll I, know I know. I just. I, ooh, I enjoy that. Yeah, that, season, um, that whole season. The the the, th- the the thing about this season that I I kept coming back to is there's a lot of nostalgia built into this season, mm-hmm. despite its its uh, quality. Mm-hmm. I vividly remember. The Punk Frogs episode. I vividly remember the Killer Pizza episode. Oh, yeah. Uh, I vividly remember the Fly uh, episode and uh, New York Shiniest. Like, all, all of the, when I saw the robot cop, I was like, <laughs> yeah, I know you. Yeah. You know, so I guess everything is tainted by the, the memory of youth. Mm-hmm. Another thing, the formula is starting to show. Mm-hmm. You have the opening scene, you have the you know the battle with Shredder, and then you always have the closing scene that has to do with pizza. There's always like a two-minute joke at the very end of it where Michelangelo's like, this pizza has gummy bears! Yeah. You know? Oh, probably the worst topping, though, is the um, the Return of the Shredder episode. It's like, come on, Michelangelo, think healthy for once. And I was like, and they're listing off the toppings, like desiccated liver. I'm like, what? Wait. What? Yeah, yeah. What the hell is that? Yeah, it, it's they they went places with some of those pizzas. I'm not trying that type of pizza. But hmm. peanut butter and caramel fudge pizza. Maybe it's yeah. a dessert pizza, but yeah. oh, not oh, with yeah. not with cheese and tomato. No, no. no. It, it, but this, the formula of the episode is really starting to show. Yeah, and. I don't know if that's a good thing or not. Yeah, because you get Bebop and Rocksteady from being the brutes to just... They were still kind of brutes, but they were starting to show their stupidity. And yep. It, it, it only gets worse from here. Oh, yeah. They, they, they played up the dumb. And, yeah, their charm is how dumb they are, which I'm fine with. Yeah. Uh, another thing that I noticed is everything that they pitched... Not everything. There, there are a few exceptions, but... Everything's a toy. Baxter was a toy. Two of the punk frogs were a toy. Uh, the cheapskate uh, was introduced. Yes. I had one of those. 
Mm-hmm. Yep. What didn't didn't they uh, release a knucklehead as well? They did. The turtle blimp is prominently used throughout the season, even though its existence is complete nonsense. It is. I don't know where mine is. Yeah, I never, I never owned one. And every every kid that I knew growing up that had a turtle blimp, it was flat. Yeah, it was just a glider and a bag of nothing. My dad, I don't know how my dad found it, but he found that thing. I don't regret not owning it as a kid. Yeah, but everything ended up being a rideable. It was like, oh, here's something for the turtles to ride. Let's sell it. Uh, and and they, they were really. This is the season it was obvious they were going the Transformers route of let's make a TV show so we can make money mm-hmm. on t- on toys. Rather than, you know, developing it as a comic book television show, it's a vehicle for toys. Mm-hmm. Which, surprise everyone, that's what most 80s kids t- TV was. Yeah. It was just a vehicle to sell, t- sell kids toys. With a toys. couple of exceptions. Like Smurfs. My aunt collected Smurfs, Smurf toys. Well, yeah, like this, that's actually a big deal. Smurf toys are a big deal. Hmm. Now I got to think. Yeah, there aren't any. Ooh, Thundar, the barbarian. Thundar. I don't remember there being toys. There might have been. Okay. Um, Goldar and the Golden Lance, maybe. I don't remember either of those TV shows. Uh, yeah. Probably because they didn't have toys. I don't think they did. <laughs> you, you know what show had toys that I remember? Mm. The Toxic Avenger. Oh, yeah. And that's supposed to be coming back. Yeah. I was like, let's turn this rated R, this really just gory rated R film series into a kid's show. Yeah. I had bu- I had a bunch and of a, the, the action figures for video it. Video game, too. Mm-hmm. There's a, uh, there is a show I can think of that did not have toys. Okay. Uh, Galaxy High. Again, show that was how long was that on TV? <laughs> Ran for pretty robust season, maybe. Galaxy, I've never even heard of it. Yeah, and I was alive back then. Mm-hmm. Well, we couldn't watch everything, Sergio. There was like there were only thirteen episodes of Galaxy High. Okay, so that doesn't count. It wasn't a hit. <laughs> no, if they had a season two, they would have action figures. But yeah, yeah, the the the. The seams started to show in season two. And um, I, I also, about halfway through the season, them fighting Shredder got old. Yeah, especially when he's dressed like a monk. <laughs> let's, <laughs> let's talk about characters changing clothes for some reason. I don't know why I get so happy when I see characters out of their regular clothes. Or the turtles wearing clothes makes me so happy. Best costume for the turtles mm-hmm. in the season, uh, the construction workers with beards. Yes, that absolutely. Was, I was like, this is great. Uh, well, I, I don't know what it is about turtles wearing costumes that make makes me so freaking happy. Yeah. So, so yeah, like when, when Splinter did his, his weird transformation, that was fascinating. Mm-hmm. The whole episode with the punk frogs, uh, when Shredder went to Florida, he felt he had to change clothes for some reason. What? If it's ridiculous to wear your helmet in New York, it's just as ridiculous to wear it in Florida. It's oh, not yeah. like it's a fashion. But he didn't take the armor off. He had a freaking hologram right? machine. It was like, uh, 
What? Because life is hard. <laughs> like the, the animator said, we don't know how to animate someone changing clothes. Yeah, I was like, we don't want to give them the wrong ideas. Like, I don't like what I'm seeing. It's so weird. Yeah. But, but yeah, I, I got real tired of them fighting Shredder. Like, there's a reason you introduce more than one bad guy. Because you can rotate them in and out. This was every single episode. Oh, I've got a scheme. Oh, the scheme didn't work. Next episode. Oh, Blast I've got you. a scheme. Blast you, Tassels. <laughs> yeah. You know. And I can't even imagine how old it's going to get next season. Because they don't really introduce any main baddies. For a long time. It, to my knowledge, it doesn't really swap it out until, like, maybe the CBS season. Yeah, and that's what, five? Season four or five? To the Google? To the Google. The first three seasons were aired in syndication. CBS aired the rest of the season on Saturday mornings. So, actually, season four is when it starts. It's only like a hundred episodes in, it seems like. <laughs> oh, the slog. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Jeff, is there anything else that stood out in this season to you? Well, I mean, you had those those two real moments, you know, with, with Splinter becoming a human and maybe not coming back, and then April being almost dying. Because of the uh, oh yeah inhaling the uh, yeah when 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 Shredder was just gonna kill her yeah <laughs> and oh there was um oh god I can't remember which episode it was but the turtles got shot they got freaking laser oh okay they got fried what the crap mm-hmm. oh that was that was a pretty big a pretty big deal <laughs> I was like I remember the turtles getting shot yeah. It's 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 a weird season, man. It is a weird season. But yeah, there um, there were those two emotional episodes. It's, it's so odd, just buried in the middle of a a bunch of goofy things. Yeah, I I if I had to pick a favorite episode, okay. Ooh, um, yeah, let's do that. I do have two. Okay. Um. We oh we we for, completely forgot to talk about the the crooked Ninja Turtle gang. <laughs> It's, it's all the red bandana. They're wearing they're wearing their lunch bags on their heads. Yeah, but, you know. Um, Slash was voiced by Peter Cullen of Optimus Prime fame. Wait, Slash? Yeah, of the Slash for Cash Dojo. Oh, okay. I thought you meant Slash, like the can- canonical. Like, or was it Smash? Slash. I don't know. Which <sighs> I don't know. Yeah, I don't know who did the vo- I, like. I'm sure that's who did the voice. I don't remember oh, his name is. though. Yeah. Well, the turtles went up against Optimus Prime and won. It's <laughs> great. The quick crooked Ninja Turtle gang was fun. Yeah, that it's and dumb, just as dumb as it was fun. Oh yeah. And then he tries basically the exact same thing later in the season with the punk frogs. Yeah. <laughs> um, I enjoyed that. Um, and then I, I guess it's the my 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 fascination with Honey I Shrunk the Kids, but the Incredible Shrinking Turtles. I just I love anything involving. Like, okay, let's just shrink these guys down. You have to face all these different weird challenges, you know, like walking from your garbage can all the way to the front steps of your house, and like it's so far. 
Yeah, right. It, it it's yeah, it makes everything harder. <laughs> yeah. It's and just it's fun. It's, I just it's, I enjoy it's it. a fantastic gimmick. Yeah. Fantastic. It's so many shows have done it. Oh yeah. It's usually the MacGuffin or not the MacGuffin. It's like the ooh, what are we what are we gonna do? Yeah, it's, it's trying yeah, to it's, find ideas. I'm I'm surprised they haven't done it in Supernatural yet. Um Oh, it'll happen. Yeah. Well, well it's harder with real life stuff, like it's it is. like live action stuff. Yeah. Because you have to either build giant sets or rely on a lot of CGI. Yeah. Like yeah. they did a they did a shrinking episode in Transformers and Turtles mm-hmm. and Mega Man. I I'm sure there's a plethora of more what was it? Fantastic Voyage is that? I think that oh the, there was a whole. Inner space. Inner space. That, that was an entire well, but kids. These, these are inside body. Inside the and body. And those are fine, too. Yeah, yeah. There was a whole kids educational show called The Magic School Bus that involved sh- you shrinking down in a school bus to explore the human body. Yeah. Maybe maybe I'm crazy. That's fun stuff. Uh, and I, you, you hit it on the head. Like, Incredible Shrinking Turtles is the best episode this season. Mm-hmm. It's the most well-constructed. It has the most clever, like, things that they have to deal with. Yeah. Uh, it, it's the winner here. Yeah. Um, I would also say that I really liked uh, The Case of the Killer Pizzas. Yeah. Just any, any time that they just blanketly steal something from somebody is fun. Like when they stole the fly, when they stole the xenomorphs, when they stole RoboCop, all those things are fun. I do enjoy New York shiniest mainly because I have that, that sell from it too, but it's yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And I think as much as I like incredible shrinking turtles, I think it's, I think that's, why I like the Eye of Sardoth so much. Yeah. And why I feel like it's been so underused. Oh, yeah. So if you're listening, Nick, do something with the Eye of Sarnoth. Yeah, and get us something better than Rise of TMNT. So, Jeff, that was season two. Yeah. That was season two. Um, I want to say it's going to get better from here. I don't know if that's true. There's some... Nuggets. No, there's some nuggets of goodness. There's some coming. nuggets, goodness. Yeah. Uh, um, there's some that I really enjoy. I mean, overall, I mean, yeah, this one was kind of rough, but there's some there's some fun moments. Oh yeah. Um, you know, I loved the terrible. It's like the beginning of them watching terrible movies. Yeah, yeah. Which is which, which is, does come back in later a lot <laughs> iterations of of the turtles. Yeah. So, all right. Well, what are we t- what are we talking about next time? We're talking about Ooh. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles two: The Secret of the Ooze, and I think we're going to disagree a lot on this next one. I think we are because I watched that movie a few years ago, and it, it just has not aged as well as that first movie. Mm. Uh, and then after that, we'll be to episode ten. Ooh, the big the big ten. Mm-hmm. Some upcoming episodes. We have our Donatello spotlight. We are going to talk about the next mutation. Uh, we got some more comics, uh, and we will finally get into the four kids years. Two K three. Here we come, baby. Yes. Look for our episode about Batman versus the TMNT. I have yet to decide if I want that to be a numbered episode because it's like a special shellheads, like a bonus episode. I don't know, but it's it's. I don't, we'll decide. We'll decide if it's. A, I, I still think it needs a number. We already have one episode without a number. Yeah. yeah. Jeff, where can we find you? You can find me at the Warp Zone Arcade, where 
retro meets modern. 400 plus games, everything from Nintendo Switch, PlayStation 4, arcade cabinets, um, some other things that I'm working on as well. Oh. Um, you know, we do birthday parties, uh, game tournaments, like Smash Brothers, and yep, yep. Uh, all types of other fighting games that we're those, working on. Yeah. Those game tournaments get hype. Yeah. Uh, you know, especially when you, you have a lot of um, enthusiasts. Yes. Which talk about all kinds of stuff, and it just it's wonderful. Um, a, a fantastic melting pot, if you will, yeah. of pop culture and, and uh, love of games and everything um, mm-hmm. all in one. So, yeah. Okay. Please come check us out. We're right down from the Kroger's <laughs> in the Crossgates Brandon area. Of Mississippi. Of the Mississippi. Yeah. Of Mississippi. We have to... The, the internet's a weird thing. It goes everywhere. It does go everywhere. Can people out of the country listen? Yeah. Okay. It, well, it, it, Shellheads is available around the world. Ooh. Yes. Fantastic. So my buddy in Norway can... Uh, That's correct. Listen. I don't... Do they speak English in Norway? Uh, both. Or Nor- Norwegian? Yeah. Is that a thing? I've, I've heard him... No, correct me. Uh, Deutsch? Dutch. No. Dutch? I don't... I don't, Dutch sounds right. I don't know that side of the world. Yeah, we'll... Uh, I'm not translating this into Dutch. No. Oh, or Finnish. No, we're, we're going to finish in a minute. No, no, no. Into, into we're fi- almost done. Into, we're almost done. Into Finnish. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm eagerly anticipating him, uh, my buddy Rutger, listening. So. Oh, name drop. I like it. Yeah. All right. Well, you can find me on Reality Breached. That's where you'll find Shellheads. That's where you'll find two brand new podcasts. Ooh. Uh, one is The Unapologetic Experience, Ooh. Uh, starring Jarius Thomas. He is our sports guy. Now he's kind of the sports nerd guy. Ooh. He's got a huge cool. Facebook following, and he's, uh, he's his, his show is fun. It's a blast, and it's only getting better. Uh, we also haven't launched it yet, but I think I might announce it here. Ooh. Channel 6 exclusive. Channel 6 exclusive, you guys. Uh, we have a show called Dead Scene Kids coming from one of our uh, oft contributors, Alden Kirkland. And it's going to be kind of a nerd slash music podcast. Ooh. Yeah. I'm going to get to talk about punk music with people. Nice. It's going to be cool. Yeah. Uh, but no, it's that's his show. Uh, I'm sure I'm going to be on it every once in a while. Uh, but that's going to be on Reality Breached, along with the Black Pocket, Shellheads, the Rebree Podcast, and all of our local spotlights. Uh, so be sure to check that out. Otherwise, if you are into some Ninja Turtle stuff, tune in next time. I'm Sergio. I'm Jeff. And we're Shellheads. miss an episode of the Shellheads podcast, visit realitybreach.com or subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or anywhere you get your podcasts.